Greetings, Earthlings. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. How's your week going? It's been great. Um, uh, this week, I've been doing lots of chill shit. Me and my friend Chaz went out day drinking. He showed me a lot of shit in uh, the downtown area. It's called Milk District. Yeah. And it was a lot of dope shit. We went to some lady's house. So this lady, she used to do, uh, sell beers everywhere in Florida. And... Sorry, I had to fix myself. <laughs> she um, used to be a beer rep, so she used to like sell beers everywhere. And I guess that she said that she got tired of it and was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So she had her house that she converted her house into a bar, got a liquor license, and started fucking doing her own thing. Damn, that's dope. Yeah, I'm I love like, when people like figure out how to work for themselves and like make something that's good and works and they're happy with and people can enjoy. Yeah, she had that passion once again. The whole passion episode that we were talking about. Yeah. So I guess that she had that passion, knew she had that passion, and was like, "Fuck it, I don't, like I don't like how everybody else is doing it, so why don't I just do it myself?" Sometimes you gotta take the chance, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was super vibey. So we like did a whole bunch of day drinking, day drinking turned into night drinking, night drinking. I know. I saw Robert. Um, <laughs> he we're supposed to record that day actually, but I had like a lot of stuff with uh, my car going on, so I canceled. And then like an hour later, Robert's out day drinking. I'm like, this nigga wasted no time. You always gonna have plans, man. Always gonna have plans. <laughs> I'm like, you are living your best life, aren't you, Robert? <laughs> yeah. So I've I've had I've been taking like a break from school. Brittany's back in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, well, during this break, why not fucking just live it on out? So I think I'm going to go to New Orleans in October, visit some friends out there for Voodoo Fest. That's dope. You know, maybe, you know, travel some real shit. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I really, um, you know, we take a lot of trips, but I wanted to do one. I was thinking, like, do New Year's Eve up in, like, the mountains or something like that. Like, either the Smoky Mountains or, like, Colorado and go skiing for New Year's Eve. But now... um you know, mama has to get her wisdom teeth out, so. Yikes. <laughs> it, it, that, it doesn't look uh, too promising for that. I'm about to <laughs> shell out a nice, fat little check for um, four of these babies to come out. And I have to get IV sedation, which is like my worst nightmare. So um, I'm fucked. Yeah, and, I've, um, I've already gotten my wisdom teeth taken out, and I told you, it's terrible. Yeah. Everybody who's like, oh, it's not that bad, it's not that, it's terrible. <laughs> so. I'm like, you guys better give me some really fucking good, like, medication after this, because... You're gonna end up like um, Zendaya on Euphoria? I haven't watched that. Don't don't, don't, don't spoil this for me, Robert. Shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, I gotta get all four out, and like, the way that mine are growing in, the one on my uh, bottom right is completely sideways. And then the one on the bottom left is going straight, but it's, it hit a bone. So uh, they might have to cut part of my jaw out. So uh, my jaw. Yeah, and this is you're talking to somebody. This, this is the same person who passes out at the sight of a needle. So yeah. well, not the sight of a needle. Like obviously, I see needles all the time. I'm in nursing school, but um, I just really don't like when they poke me. <laughs> that shit's not happening. But the doctors are gonna give me oxygen while they get, put my IV in. So uh, you know, all all uh, fingers crossed that I don't pass the fuck out and embarrass myself. I mean, you won't have a cricket grill, so it's worth it. I won't. Oh, a crooked girl. Sorry, I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is episode 12 of RNB Podcast. Wow. And we have some news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, with this being our 12th episode, we've decided to wrap up season one. Hey. Um, so yeah, 
This is going to be our final episode for about three to four weeks. We're going to go on a little hiatus. Um, we're going to try to revamp the channel and get some fresh ideas for you guys to keep our content nice and spicy. Yeah, for sure. One of the main things that we want to do for season two, I've been speaking to a lot of people, and a lot of people want us to do like interviews, which yeah. is like cool idea, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't really like the interview process, so I think that we would probably take that interview but make it into more of like a... A deeper conversation, like how we have with each other. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we're still working on what exactly that we want to happen for season two, but we're thinking that that's the direction that we're going to go in. And of course, if you guys have any ideas for us, um, you know, we're always open to it. You can find us on Instagram and email us and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we're going to do some more photo shoots, rebrand a little bit, and we'll be back for season two. And I think you guys are really going to like what we have in store because... You know, it's time to go through a little metamorphosis. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely time for us to grow. We love what we've been doing so far, but I think that we could benefit a lot from hearing other people's opinions on situations mm -hmm. and hearing other people's ideas. So this is the point where we're going to reach out to you guys, and we will be having like little polls on our Instagram. Um, we are we want anybody. So I get I get you might be listening to this and be like, oh well, they wouldn't want me on the show. We do. Yeah, like, we want if you, everyone who yeah. has an opinion about anything. Yeah. Literally anything so if you feel like you have the balls because i know it takes a lot to just freaking <laughs> sit on a couch and tell your whole entire truth to the world if you've ever listened to this and been like i wish i was there to say something this is your chance yeah come sit sit right here next <laughs> to daddy no we um we want everyone that has something to say about anything you know we're super open with our conversations that we like to have and we just want to get our name out there and just talk to as many people as we can and see where this goes um yeah for sure the easiest way for us to me to, to do this is that obviously we have to have the equipment and we have to have the mics and all that stuff and we have to bring it with us so with that being said we right now as a podcast we do a lot better when it comes to on anchor and spotify and apple than we do on the youtube and we know that people aren't going to drive out to butt fuck of where we are davenport <laughs> to sit on the couch next to us so you gotta tell them where i live damn robert <laughs> shit so we're gonna we're gonna make the effort to come to you guys but with that being said we will be probably discontinuing the youtube channel just temporarily yeah it won't it won't be a forever thing but it will be uh you know just for right now it'll be it's the easiest way for us to get to where you guys are and to you know make sure that we're able to still bring the quality when it comes down to sound Exactly. Like we need to put our energy um, where people are responding the most. And that doesn't mean that we're never going to do YouTube again. Um, but when we do start it again, it's probably going to be a little bit something different just just from the feedback that we've gotten, um, which is totally cool. You know, um, every every business and every podcast and YouTube channel does better in different areas. So no hard feelings, y'all, but... No uh, hard feelings at all, but now that we've got that fucking deep thing out of the way... Now that we broke the news to you guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that there's a lot of people that listen to like every week, and we appreciate it, and we love it, but like I said, we need time to like grow, we need time to throw around ideas, and we need time for you guys to reach back to us and let us know where Give should us some we... more feedback. Where should we take R&B? Should we take it to your house or this or that? Like, you know... LA? I'm just up. kidding. <laughs> we're not moving to LA. <laughs> but it's gonna be, we're going to start off with something that we usually don't do, and that pop culture news there's been this huge thing between like chick-fil-a and popeyes and i'm like sick of hearing about it i guess already yeah so <laughs> of course i go on social media every day and i was seeing when the start of this began i was seeing like a lot of people buying the popeyes chicken sandwich and i didn't really know they had one because it just came out and i was like i didn't understand what was going on but i guess like 
the debate is like, oh, who has a better chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? I'm like, that is so fucking stupid. Like, holy shit, you guys are really waiting. Like, I've I've seen people uh, wake up early to be the first one in line at Popeye's so they can get the chicken sandwich so they can try it just to go on social media to be like, hey guys, this is what I think about this chicken sandwich. I'm like, you realize that this is exactly what Popeye's wants you to do? You know how much money they're making off of you guys wanting to buy the sandwich just to go on Instagram to be like, oh my God, I got the sandwich. Like, guys. Yeah, I don't know. At the same time, I'm like, I like that people are enjoying something. Don't get me wrong. Enjoy your things. But there's people who go on YouTube and like eat food and just make mukbangs and they talk about it and they review it. and they make Is it a mukbang? Whatever. Mukbang, mukbang, whatever you want to call it. And they they make money from it. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and knock anybody's hustle. Maybe you're somebody who reviews food. The part that I don't like about this whole like phenomenon is that I've been seeing so many videos of like people going online and like fucking screaming at the Popeye's employees because they're out of the chicken sandwich at that point that's where it's a problem because dramatic man these people are working a shit job that nobody wants to fucking do and you wouldn't get your chicken sandwich anyway and they're not in charge of ordering the chicken sandwich for you guys to get they're literally just (laughs) taking your order or preparing the sandwich and you guys are yelling at them they have we've all worked in different jobs whether it's at a fast food place or retail like you know that you're not in charge of like the stock at all or the inventory you just do your job you just you just show up and clock in and like ring people up that's it yeah the amount of stress that you like have to go through on a daily basis with that job in general and then have to have it added on that people are like trying to take pictures of you and being like oh this is the person who gave my chicken sandwich and shit like that it's just too much it's way too much like I get it go out there enjoy it we all we all gotta eat people gonna eat I get it enjoy it but at the same time like just make sure you're being respectful so I've also been hearing like people be like oh you have time to go out and get the chicken sandwich or try this and try that but you don't have time to like get a job People, let people enjoy things. We're allowed to enjoy things. If something comes out and you're interested, you can enjoy things. People wait for Apple phones. People don't yell about that. People wait for all kinds of bullshit. If you're into what you're into. If it happens to be a chicken sandwich, hey, enjoy your life. Shit. Let me know how it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Tried it. Just kidding. Um, but I did try the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese, though. And it was actually really? pretty good. Because I'm like, it's a fast food restaurant. so that, I mean, But at the same time, Chick-fil-A does high quality shit. And I'm like, I try it and I'm like, okay, okay. Does I, it, um, I can work with it. Does it go up against like Panera's? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Panera's is Fuego, so yeah. the, the Chick-fil-A one's like a yellow mac and cheese, too, so it's like different. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I like the yellow ones better. The Panera's is fire, though. Shit. It is fire, but last time I had it, it wasn't that good, but whatever. Um, I'm tired of giving Panera my money anyways. <laughs> anyways, another moving on to what's going on in the news and pop culture and shit like that. We are Florida residents, and Dorian <laughs> is headed our way. And I don't give a fuck, <laughs> to be Okay, so... You know, we just want to talk about like some hurricane preparedness just for a quick second. So obviously, I think everyone's already doing this, but make sure that you have enough water and um, non-perishable food items to make it for like a week. So I got three cases of 32 bottle water, which sucks because like I'm not a bottled water type of person. Like I'm not trying to like use that plastic, that single use plastic. And um, that was all that was there. So I'm like, fuck. I'm just like, people, yes, you know, get ready, get your supplies and everything, but at the same time, if this was going to be a big deal, and the fact that people are out there getting like 10 and 20 cases of water, you're taking so much to the point that like, 
It's because it's becoming hoarding. So like, it is, yeah. you need to make sure that like, yeah, be be prepared and all that. But at the same time, be mindful. Leave some of, for other people. yeah, other people that like need to go out and get and get stuff. Just because you know this storm is like coming or whatever, and you want to make you sure you're prepared. You need more than five cases of yeah, water. Like, like we we're not living in an area that's not prepared for hurricanes. You don't like ten to twenty cases of water. That's gonna last you forever. Like that's unnecessary. And like, yeah, there are people who are going to the grocery store that don't even have one case of water and they can't get any because, because you got all ten. Yeah, because you got all 10 and I know they started to put like limits on it which is good because um, there's no reason why you should be walking out with 10 cases of water dramatic as fuck dramatic as fuck and I'm like oh I saw this thing online that was funny it's like um, you guys have three sodas every day and no water and all of a sudden when there's a hurricane you're like get water get water it's like (laughs) What what happened to your soda? Weren't you living off of soda this entire time? Like, sit the fuck down. And I also saw this thing that was like, everyone is gluten-free until there's a hurricane, which I thought was funny as fuck because I know everyone was like, oh my God, bread, bread, bread for whatever reason. And you guys know that you don't even eat that shit when it's like, a normal circumstance. Yeah, so like you, when you're going into Publix and people are like fighting over cases of water and everything's off the shelves and all that shit, you like it's it, so sends, it sends people into like a panicked mode. Yeah. So it's just a the thought of like being in a store makes you panic and be like, oh shit, maybe I should be getting this this can of beans that everybody else is fighting over. Like you know, like yeah, it's funny because uh, a few days ago I like forgot that there was a storm and I was just like trying to get a baby lips and some cough medicine <laughs> and so I like walk into Publix and everyone's like shoving each other with their carts and the lines are like long as fuck and I was like what and I was like oh yeah yeah, yeah there's a hurricane so I just turned around and left yeah for sure and it's, I, it's so living in Florida and living in Orlando it's you know very, we do not take that shit seriously yeah it's very hard to take storms seriously trust me I know for sure if you are on the coastline take it seriously because at that point we could talk about it in like a science standpoint so a hurricane is the most powerful when it's on the coast it's in the ocean it's picking up that water but once you hit orlando we're mostly city so no matter yeah, what we're right in the middle yeah no matter how strong that storm is it's going to get weaker once it gets to us because there's no more water for it to pick up it can't get any stronger but at the same time if you are on the coastline that's where it's it's strong is so yeah. you need to get your sandbags buckle down all yeah, that, you all sh- that I would I would evacuate if I was on the coastline just because uh, regardless of how strong the storm is that there's water around you do you know yeah, what I mean and like yeah. you're probably gonna flood and stuff like that um, and I think in terms of like preparedness of course get some water and some food but I feel like it's better for you to have your trees trimmed and to make sure you have a safe uh, place to like keep your car and make sure that you have like enough batteries and stuff like that versus getting 10 cases of water and being like okay well I'm prepared no I mean right now I'm if you guys hear anything in the background we're getting our trees trimmed right now for the hurricane which I feel like is way smarter than getting 10 cases of water because bitch that branch is gonna fucking hit your car and go through your window and mess up your house which is like way more expensive than anything really yeah for sure I mean like so with all my experiences with hurricanes, one of the worst ones, like our, even our last one, our power did go out and I had to go over to my grandparents' house because their power stayed on. And that was pretty much the worst part. I mean, there was no power in my neighborhood for a long time. That was shitty. So our refrigerator went off, all of our food went bad. But at the same time, my parents had insurance, so it was like covered. And if you're not in Florida, you're wondering like, oh, what is a hurricane? What does it like feel like? A hurricane is a lot is just, of rain and wind. Yeah, a lot of rain and wind, and most of the time, the worst parts is is the power going out. Yes. Oh yeah. my god. And obviously, we're like in the 
the middle of summer so it's hot as fuck outside and yeah. that's definitely the worst part i don't care about the wind and the rain just please don't freaking like bust them power lines i'm trying down. to watch netflix y'all i'm trying to chill no no, no I, don't even, <laughs> I mean like obviously that's really nice and stuff like that but i need some ac yeah. i'm sorry like i cannot i've obviously lived in florida for a long time too and um the last few years we haven't had terrible hurricanes um like the power will be out for a couple of days but that's it but I remember that one, like, was, like, 2004 or something like that, where there was, like, those three big hurricanes, and, like, we had power out for, like, a fucking month. That was hell. It was so hot, and you just were fucking sticky and sweaty because you couldn't really take a shower, and we ended up just getting a hotel. (laughs) I'm like, I cannot. I cannot. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, I think that people hear hurricanes and they're so scared just because hurricanes well that and hurricanes have been like hitting places that aren't meant for hurricanes so like when that hurricane hit puerto rico and devastated them well no they're they're, they get pretty uh they get uh hurricanes all the time they're just not prepared for it yeah well i just i just feel like orlando itself i think we're very prepared well yeah i I actually looked it up and we're on like a list where i think we're like number one or number two of like you know being able a city being able to handle a hurricane Mm -hmm. just because like how there's like tornadoes and like earthquakes in California, people make adjustments. Like if you if you have that type of natural disaster or a normal occurrence, it's gonna happen. Yeah, every you're gonna year, like you're guaranteed. gonna make your you're gonna make your adjustments. So yeah. and Orlando's a new city at that, so it's like anything. There's not a lot of buildings that are older than like I don't know 100, 150 years old, and you know we've been able to make adjustments to those buildings or to have like better sewage systems and stuff like that. And like you see how it's building up, like Even everything if we is don't. Prepared. I'm like we have the um, I four. Uh, sore that's been there forever oh, the, and that shit has made through all, so many hurricanes I know, if it right? can do it I can yeah um, <laughs> I'm not too concerned about it I know that obviously like the trajectory keeps changing as with every hurricane um, and before or earlier today it was supposed to be like a category 4 hitting us and it was gonna be pretty bad and now it's like what three hours later it's gonna be like a category one hitting us and it's like not gonna be that bad and so you know obviously prepared and stuff like that but don't freak out i think it's <laughs> it's gonna make it so much worse to freak out until the storm is here and things are going bad you shouldn't be freaking out because we do this every single year literally yeah, every single year, and I'm just multiple like- times I'm like, the media doesn't help because they're, they're like out like, oh, go get your State water. State of emergency. And like, when you really think about it, like, of course they're going to do that because people are making so much money off of you trying to be prepared. You're buying all the water. You're buying all the cans. You're gas. buying all the gas. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, people are, even though you're just trying to be prepared, there's companies and stuff like that. This is that great are, for the economy. Yeah, I was thinking that. There's companies that are preying off of you to be like, yes. oh, you need this. You need this. So they're selling And so they're much. charging, they're, they're gouging the prices. Yeah. Like water is more expensive now, even though like that's illegal to do um i went to walmart yesterday and it was like five dollars for a case of water i'm like this shit's not usually five dollars which is not a lot yeah but um the the sign that they had you know usually it's like uh one of those like printed signs that are in the plastic it was like just a picture of a sign and i'm like okay well you guys obviously just (laughs) printed this shit up because you're gouging the prices of it you know what i mean um so funny hurricane stories i'm like um in high school there was a point where we got hit by a hurricane and we were out three or four days and me and all my friends during like the hurricane, one of the, so we get it. It's not a joke. It's not funny. But like during the hurricane, there's a lot of interesting things that happen too. Everybody, like Everybody has hurricane parties. Yeah. Like the way that the, like the rain wiggles or whatever, but me and my the friends, rain wiggles. me and my friends went outside during the eye. Because oh. it's so cool to like look all, at the like, sky. Yeah, well, not only that, but there's so much like wind, rain, wind, rain, wind, rain, and then all of a sudden, calm. 
So then you like walk outside and you look straight up and you can see at the everything turning. Yeah, so it's, it's something cool. that you've never yeah, yeah you've never seen before to be in the eye of a storm. Yeah. And then we also stayed outside after and we like used our kites. So we were flying the kites. Oh my god! Oh, we were on, great we were on like skateboards. <laughs> so we were using the kites to like you know fly from our neighborhood. Yo, so much Florida fucking fun. Shit, yeah, man. so much fucking fun. And meanwhile, everybody's like in their house, like pat it down, like oh my god, oh my god. Uh, and we're like outside living our goddamn best life. Yeah, I I feel like if you guys are from Florida, you can understand that like of course that's like a really serious thing but everyone um kind of just makes the best of it you know we have hurricane parties yeah, we, go we go outside josh and cassie's last time yeah, yeah I think we, we, went, we went to house. josh and cassie's yeah. and we had a hurricane party had it was great board games drinks lots of board games yeah, and we drinks are, that's the best thing to do is just like because hang out with your friends yeah even if the power does go off at least you have somebody because that's a, that's the biggest thing is you're bored you're bored you're as bored as hell so you're like what are you guys doing <laughs> it's like i'm sitting here doing nothing well we could do nothing together you know? especially when like <laughs> the storm is gone and you just don't have power yeah, it's like oh my god that's, that's literally the worst yeah so I, I've seen people uh, go out like in the street when it's flooded and kayak and stuff like that yeah. which obviously I'm not <laughs> recommending but I just think it's like it's just funny as fuck one of the busiest times for downtown Orlando is after the storm because everybody's inside trapped inside so then finally when they're like they like lift off all the curfews and all that stuff people are like I need to get out. <laughs> yeah. and one of the places that you know you can go to like have a drink or whatever is downtown. downtown. So you'll be like, oh, it's a freaking Tuesday, but guess what? Nobody has work because of the hurricane yes. and everybody's off. So. It's like a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it sucks though because the hurricane's going to get here on Labor Day and I was already yes. off of school on Labor Day. So I'm like, oh, that sucks. I was already off of school. I was hoping to like go to the beach or like go to the pool or something like that. And now I'm like, gonna be inside studying. that's how you know when you're but, flirting you're flirting yeah you're flirting for sure <laughs> the hurricane's but, ruining your plans <laughs> <laughs> i mean at least i get i have like more study time i guess you know Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> not nearly as entertaining but i mean i hope everyone stays safe yes for sure we're guys. all gonna be make safe. it out of this yeah you know? it'll be It'll, it'll be fine. And even if it's not, we'll figure it out, you know? Yeah, we'll figure it out. We like, do it every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it'll be fine. And we are going to probably have more of these. So just think about it. We'll, we'll be thinking about this yeah. later and it'll be just like the rest of them. Just make sure you don't do anything stupid for social media. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I can see people like going outside to be like funny and shit like that and again getting hit by like debris and you know getting hurt so yeah i was in high school stupid. when i did that so it yeah wasn't, it wasn't i mean the obviously like now it's like not, we're not advising <laughs> that you go outside and fly kites on skateboards we are not advising that at all yes yes just a nice. little story just all a right. little story <laughs> all right um so now we're gonna move into our get to the fucking point segment yes yes so when i was out day drinking you know your best ideas come drinking uh me and my friend chaz we were talking about so, so number one I'm so tired of talking about relationships. I'm over it. But I once know, again, this is going to be a, a, yeah, a different aspect of it. We were just having one of those like drunk conversations. And he was, he he had just gotten out of a relationship. And he's like, so why do you think that you might be like single? And I'm, I sat back and I thought to myself, of course, Have while you you're drinking. Have you ever really thought about that? Yeah, I've, I've, I've thought about it before. And I'm, when I'm drinking and when I'm drunk, I'm like, you can think about things more for some reason. You can think you about think it more so? deeply. Or you think about it in a different way. In a different way, yeah. That's not crying. And... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just don't know if I like the person that I am while I'm in a relationship. Oh shit. <laughs> That's real real. <laughs> I'm like I I become very jealous and possessive and that is not good qualities. I know and I know obviously you very well and you're not a very jealous or possessive at person all, when you're in a, or you know in general. Yeah. So to uh, have but Why that, do you think that happens? 
I think that I personally give too much over into something. So how do I say do this? Mean? I give too much. Like you get I, too invested? I show all my cards. That's yeah. what it is. So whenever you show all your cards to somebody, you then give them the ability to make, to make the next move, which is what you have to do in order to like have a relationship. But once you do that, you don't have the power anymore. And yeah. I, I don't like the idea of somebody being able to mess up the way my day is going. So say you're having a great day, you're living your goddamn best life, there's nothing wrong in your mind, and then you have this person that you're in a relationship with or, or whatever. Or talking to. Or talking to, and they do something that you feel like is fucked up. At that point, they are now affecting your day. And I know it shouldn't be like that. It's one of those things that you're like, oh, I shouldn't, you shouldn't give that person that power. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, I at feel the like same it's easier said than done. Yeah, when you like someone, it's very, it's very hard not to be affected by what they do, which is totally understandable. But I feel like if you're in a situation to where it was healthy and you guys could probably like talk about things and you know that your partner wouldn't do anything to necessarily hurt you intentionally, then you may not have those feelings. You know what I mean? Because like, I think it's all about security within relationships. That's what everyone looks for. That's why people get possessive and jealous because they don't feel secure um, and they want that reassurance. So I feel like if you have a good foundation and... um you feel comfortable with yourself and what you bring to the table, then maybe those feelings of jealousy and, and possession would would go down. Maybe not away, but like it would help with it. Because you know, when you're sharing uh, your life with someone or building a relationship, you do get very emotionally invested. So it's it's totally understandable to get upset by something that they do. You know, I mean, like I've I do that all the time, even with just friends. You know, because you care about what people think or what they're gonna do to you. You know, you want people to care. Especially if you care. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the whole expectations thing. I always, I treat people the way I want to be treated. So I think without even thinking about it, you expect people to treat you that yes, same way. For and sure. then all of a sudden when they don't, it's like, oh, okay. exactly. But you know what that does? You set yourself up for a disappointment when yeah. you start to make expectation for people. It's funny because I had a conversation with my friend and like I was telling him why I was upset at someone and he's like, you know, it sounds like you just expected her to behave differently. And I'm like, yeah, but if she's my friend and we're supposed to be good friends at that, of course I'm going to expect something out of her. And he's like, why? Are you talking about the last episode when you popped off? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I was furthering that conversation. I had it with someone else. And he's like, yeah, you expected... uh, a certain behavior out of someone and it's not fair for you to put that expectation on them because just because you would do it doesn't mean that they would because you're not the same person and I was like you know I guess I never really thought about it that way but it's like even if you're really good friends with someone the expectations that you have for them have to be very small because you can't expect people to know what you want or to do the same thing for you. And I used to say this, and I think I just lost sight of that, is like, you can't expect people to have the same heart as you. And just because you may have a really big heart or a really good heart and you know that you're never going to lie or cheat or do anything bad like that doesn't mean that you can expect anyone else to have the same heart as you because they're not you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We were just, we also had the conversation of, people in general and I think that that might be a reason why I could be like uh, single I could be a little standoffish when I first meet meet people oh yeah me too 100% he was laughing because he's like it took us so long to like get to this point where it's just me and you we're just drinking we're having a good time we're having beers and he was like yeah because you've been friends with him for a minute now yeah he was like I just feel like I had to like break through boundaries or whatever and I I don't think it's that I just think that 
I've been like burned, which so many people have. So I did, I'm not really using it as an excuse, but I think I've been burned. So now I don't have the desire really to go out and meet new new people. So whenever somebody yeah. new wants to like come into my circle, it's not something that I'm yearning for. Yeah, which is funny because <clears throat> I remember when I first met you and you were um, in that stage of your life where you were really quick to cut people off. And you also remember you'd say every couple of months you get a new group of friends. Because you would like bounce around from friends group to friends group and it wouldn't really matter to you. And I think that maybe now the reason that you feel that way is obviously you've like been through experiences, but that your friend group now is so solid that you know that you're going to be friends with them and that's your core group. You're not going to like be making a bunch of new friends and stuff because those friendships, if you're able to bounce around like that, um, that easily aren't real friendships, you know, you're, it's not a deep connection, but now, you know, with Josh and Cassie and Taylor and everyone like you're really close to them now, you know? And that's not a bond that can be replaced or be broken. That So when someone new comes into the game, you're like, who the fuck? I think I'm just skeptical because... I've learned throughout. Cautious, I think cautious. Yeah, is a good cautious word. because, or my, I, for me, it might be a skeptical will too. Because I've learned that. So when I was talking to Chaz, Chaz is extremely optimistic. He believes the best in people. He thinks that people deserve just like second chances, and that people yeah. have the, their best intentions. But me, on the other hand, I'm the total opposite. So I told him that like we're on different sides of that argument because yeah. I'm very pessimistic when it comes down to people. I'll be the first yeah. one to say it. Oh, for sure. I me just, too. I just think that. It's human nature to want to look out for yourself. So yeah, I think selfish. Yeah, I think that even if somebody thinks that they're that they're doing the best at the end of the, at the end of the day, they're themselves comes above you. Yeah, no, So absolutely. they can hurt you without even trying to just because they're yeah. just looking out for their best interests. Exactly. And I think that people <clears throat> do things like that all the time. Yeah. And that's why we can't expect people to have the same heart as you. That's why you can't expect people to uh, be a certain way just because you are, you know, because at the end of the day, people are watching out for themselves most of the time, you know, and you are going to find people who will look out for you before they look out for themselves, which is really nice. But I think that's why you have the group of friends that you have. And I have my group of friends and we have our group of friends that we share together, you know? Those are people who aren't going to fuck us over and those are people who have been through things with us and have shown their true colors and, like, they're beautiful people on the inside and they're fun and we know what to expect with them because they've shown themselves in different ways, you know? When you're dating someone, you have to discover so many so many different things about them that you don't know and it's like, that's that's when we get fucked over, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Even even like like I said, I'm over talking about the whole relationship thing. So even just like with people in general, he was just saying that more people should be optimistic and should have these like you know be able to let people in. And I think that he's completely right because he was saying that like whenever you're in an elevator or you're waiting in line for your food and you're around random people that you don't know, what do you what does everybody do? They On their check, phone. Yeah, they check their phone. So they, oh, they're just silent. Yeah, so people don't like the uncomfortableness of being around people that they don't know. And I think it is because so many of us have like been burned. But at the same time, there's so many people who just are so enthralled in, in their phone that like maybe their social skills are lacking now. Oh, yeah, so I feel absolutely. Like I feel like it might be a little bit of both. Yeah, definitely. But it was definitely interesting to like... Talk to somebody who is totally on a different opposite spectrum, and I could to give you a different perspective. Yeah, I could see that he was like upset. He wasn't upset, but he was kind of like hurt that it took so long, just because he's like, we could have been doing this <laughs> because for so he's long. having like such a good time, and he's like, where have you yeah. been? <laughs> but it's it's weird because I think I used to be that person who just let everybody in or whatever. That is an awesome trait, but at the same time, you have to be very naive to have that trait. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know about naivety. I think it's. Uh, I think you can be naive and do that, but I also think that you can just be the person who understands that people are gonna fuck you over and that. You know, maybe Chaz doesn't have expectations for people, and so when, you know, he gives the trust, uh, he gives everyone the benefit of the doubt, and they That's exactly do the opposite said. thing, yeah. then it's like, well, I didn't expect them to be anything, so I can't really get too upset about it, and then you move on to the next person or the next friendship, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, I think maybe Chaz doesn't put a lot of weight on people, you know? He lets everyone show who they are, but he's not going to expect the worst out of anyone, and he's not going to expect them to be a certain way. You know, which, yeah, that's great. I I think that's a really, like, nice way to live because when you live uh, with a pessimistic mindset with people and, you know, you have all these walls to break down, you aren't able to let people who are going to be good for you in, you know, because obviously you will never know, but there's people who you've probably met that you have been standoffish to that could have really changed your life and made it positive and if we're always building up all these walls and not letting anyone in we're never gonna get to our full potential with people you know and, and with upper in terms of like opportunities and relationships and friendships and and everything because I think everyone has something that they bring to the table you know everyone can bring positivity to your life but there's a lot of people who bring negativity but um, in order to find those people, we have to be more open. And obviously, you know, that I struggle with that too. Like, I'm super quiet when it comes to, like, talking to new people and, like, making new friends and stuff like that. You know, from even just being in nursing school, talking to people, I have, like, met pretty cool people and, like, heard their story and have people that are now supporting me, you know, now that I'm, like, in the semester by myself. You know, I don't feel alone or anything like that, even though I don't know these people that well. We were able to, like, be in a vulnerable place together and talk about our feelings and help each other. And now now I, I, I have trust for them, even though I don't know them that well, because I know that they're good people. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's just weird because you know that I am a friendly person in general. If I meet somebody new, I'm not a dick. I'm not like, I mean, I'm not an sometimes. asshole. It just depends on the relationship of the person that I'm meeting. Yeah, but for at the same sure, because you're like, I'm not saying hi. <laughs> at the same time, if it's, like a, if it's like a stranger, I have no connection to this person in any way. I'm not, in the in our nursing program, I was the reason why we met all those new people, you know? Yeah. I'm very, I'm very open, but at the same time, I guess I'm just like open to a point. So I'm open, yeah, for sure. but like at the same time, I just don't really feel like I need too many more like friends just because <laughs> I hang out with a lot of my friends as it is now and I'm like pulled in so many different ways that just the thought of adding somebody else to that is <laughs> exhausting. So, yeah. Oh wow, what, I, a, what a terrible problem. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> when nice. <laughs> I guess when you like put it that way, I'm like, I, whenever I meet somebody, my intention... You're like, I'm full. My life is yeah, full. Sorry, my, my schedule is full. I am booked <laughs> till however long. Booked and busy. Booked and busy, which is a great thing, you know? I don't think a lot of people our age can say that, you know, have real friendships who... Uh, that you hang out with all the time to where you don't want any new friends. Do you know what I mean? That's amazing. Yeah. I just, I feel like the word, we've said this before, but I just feel like the word friend is just very... Overused. Yeah. And yeah. like very, to just to call somebody your friend is just very a lot. So I'm like, uh, even to call somebody a girlfriend, that's the same thing. That's oh the, it's, my it's, it's God. the next step. And I'm like... That's a that's a big one. I'm just figuring it all out. And that's, that, that's one thing I've learned doing this whole podcast is... Whenever you're talking about things and you're just saying things out loud, it's weird because it's kind of like therapy. 
Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Big, big, it's, it's talk therapy. We're we're being able to vent and talk about the way, the way that we feel, and like sometimes we get feedback on. It. It's absolutely therapy. Yeah. So to be able to like hear yourself, like hear your thoughts out loud, because you it's you can say this in your mind, and guess yeah. who's in your mind? Nobody else but you. Exactly. And it sounds different when you say it out loud too. Yeah. You're like, oh wow, like the gravity of it yeah. changes because you it's audible. You yeah. know, when you're in your head. It, you're, it's just thoughts. You're thinking all the time. When you say something out loud, it ha- it has more meaning. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, this podcast has given me the opportunity to, like, take some of the thoughts I might be having and, like, put them out there and just to see what people respond to, you know? Like, just the whole Terrible's 20th episode, by the way, I think, which is one of my favorite episodes this season. One of, one of, my, one of our favorite episodes in general. Just yeah. to be able to get all that off of my chest and to have... One of my close friends, who I didn't even know listened to the podcast, told me that like it really helped him and that he felt the same way and that he just didn't know how to put it into words. So to be able to put that into words for him is like a gift to me. Since we started the podcast um, in kind of like a difficult time in our lives when we're starting obviously like a very hard nursing program um, and then trying to figure out how to do the podcast and how to record and how to edit and still trying to have lives outside of this which we didn't really get to um has just made me realize that I'm just capable of a lot more than I ever expected you know because I would see all these people who would uh make such great use of their time and accomplish all of these different things and be so productive and motivated and I would always look at them and think like why why can't I do that you know why do I feel like I, I'm not capable of that. Why do I feel so unproductive and unmotivated all the time? And in doing the podcast and finally finding something that I'm passionate about and able to put in the work and be my own boss and have this be on, on my schedule has been like amazing because I never thought that I would be able to wake up every day with an alarm like at 8 a.m. and knock out things that I need to do and then almost feel like I'm starting another day when I start a new t- a new project um, just because I had had already so much done that day. Do you know what I mean? It was like really a really nice, gratifying feeling to be able to like do so many things and be successful within them and, and know that I am where I am because of the work that I put in, not because anyone else like handed it to me or did the work for me. Like everything for the podcast we did on our own. Um, we had Taylor help us out, um, at the beginning, but ever since then, like we've been, figuring everything out ourselves. We've been watching YouTube videos, um, reading different forums and articles on how to troubleshoot different problems that we've had. And like, I just think that it's amazing that we were able to push ourselves to the limit and now completed our first season of our podcast, which is crazy because like when we want, when we were thinking about the goals in the beginning, it was like, okay, well, we want to get to episode eight. You know, like that's a big hump. I know a lot of podcasts don't make it past their uh, eighth episode. And now we hear here we are at 12 ending our first season and coming back for a second season. Like that's such a great accomplishment. And um, we recently hit over a thousand plays on our podcast. And like, even though that's not like a large number, that's like our first milestone, essentially. You know, like it's a that over a thousand plays like people are listening to what we have to say. And like, it's not even about getting big or making fame out of this or anything like that it's about what Robert said like this is a a gift to people when people reach back out to us and they're like that episode really helps me um I feel like that's that's all that we wanted we just wanted to inspire people to 
have open conversations with each other and to be able to relate to certain topics that maybe no one talks about. You know, that's that's the whole point of our get to the fucking point segment of our show. You know, we want to inspire people to be open and to talk to each other and to bridge the gap, you know, in any way, in any subject or uh, racial issue or anything like that, you know, and like it's just amazing that we've gotten great feedback and people are listening and our channel is growing and I just like I'm so happy that we have this, you know, my manager actually came up to me the other day and he's like, hey, I heard you have a podcast. And I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) I just felt so embarrassed because it's like, oh, like you're you feel like you're naked at that point when your manager and he's like kind of a just like a a socially awkward guy anyways, just comes up to you and is like, oh, my gosh, I I heard you have like a, a podcast. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, I do. And he um, asked me about it and. I told him about it, and then the the next week I came into work, and he's like, hey, like, do you have a couple minutes? And I was like, yeah. I was like, am I in trouble? And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you know, ever since I talked to you about that, like, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I, I just really wanted to ask you, like, what your motivation for it is and how you got started and all that, because I think it's so cool that you're doing that. And I just told him that, like, we I needed an outlet. I, I didn't have any way to express my creativity, and 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 we've talked about doing YouTube for so long and and we just finally like bit the bullet and started a podcast and like this is where we started and this is where we are now and this is where we want to be and he just was so inspired by it and I'm like wow like it's just crazy to touch people to have people like he's was thinking about this for a week you know what I mean yeah, like for to sure. be on to be Somebody's on mind. someone's mind yeah. is like wow and just to touch people and just be able to help and it's just amazing. I'm just really happy that we're doing this. And, like, season two is going to be fucking awesome. Like, we're going to be doing some different stuff for you guys. And I think that you're really going to enjoy the content that we have coming. Because now we're getting our second wind, you know? Um, I think we're getting a little bit um, stagnant with, like, uh, the topics that we had. Just because, like, it's hard to think of things to talk about every week <laughs> that are really interesting. Like, because you have to want, want to talk about it, you know? And now that we're going to take a little hiatus, we're going to re- recollect our thoughts and, like, bring out some fresh-ass content for you guys. And it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, for me, I, know, I guess that the craziest part has been, like, you have so many ideas in your brain of, like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. And you have so many, like, thoughts and, like, cool ideas. But to have a thought in your brain and then to make it and then to see it and then to like have it come to fruition in front of you because you work for it is crazy. crazy yeah it's insane so it's like so satisfying yeah because like you had the idea and the funny thing is that there's ideas that you guys have out there people have so many ideas but to not only say okay i have this idea but you know put in the work to like make it happen and then create to have world. it and then yeah. to watch it grow and then to mm-hmm. Like nourish it. It's just it's it's super it's a rewarding. Thing, man. Yeah, super it's a super thing. freaking rewarding. And I think that we just want to for season two, we want to bring people in just to show that like we want to hear from you guys. And I feel like it should be a point where our the audience is part of the show. Yeah. So people who listen and stuff like that, you guys listen and you guys hear what we say. But we want you guys to be literally a part of it. We want you. We want you to sit on the couch next to yeah. us and talk to us and have this open conversation and tell us your ideas and tell us your thoughts and like maybe bring up some points that we don't agree with. Yeah. Like let's really like get into it, you know, and like that's that's just the beauty of the whole show, you know, the whole podcast. Like 
we're opening the conversation and we're having people understand where other people are coming from because even though we have our opinions and our views, not everyone feels that way. And so it's going to be really interesting to see everyone's opinions and everyone's different perspectives on everything and be able to bounce that off of each other and maybe even change our opinions you know and then like this is how you develop as people you know you develop um like personally like personal growth through conversation you know through through conversation through experience this is exactly what we're doing and i i feel like maybe at the end of season two we'll be different people you know just way more well-rounded and able to understand different perspectives and agree to disagree that's what a lot of people can't do is that like, I don't understand why you don't see where I'm coming from. I'm right. No, I'm right. Well, maybe no one's right. You know, agree to disagree. Everyone can have an opinion and maybe the, some of those opinions would be valid, even though you never thought about it in that way. And I'm excited to see the different people that we're going to um, have on the show. Yeah. And like the different conversations and like where, where they'll go. And I'm pretty sure that it's going to be exciting because the people that I know, Brittany might not know. And the people that she might know that wants to be on it, I might not know. And those interactions with us, maybe, you know, with a stranger or with friends or whatever, those are going to bring out conversations that we probably never even thought of. People are going to bring up ideas that we never thought of. And I think that's the part that's going to be like, it's exciting. Dope. Yeah. And maybe Robert will find a girlfriend in the process. Who knows? <laughs> Fucking try All right, we, we're going to come back for season two, and then Robert's going to be in a relationship, and our entire conversation is going to change because everything has been like, Robert's single, Robert's single, Robert's single. And it's like, Robert's booed the fuck. Uh, I'm like married. I have two kids. Married and two kids. <laughs> Bitch, don't be acting like you single. You're not single too. You single too. Shit. Yeah, no, I'm single for sure. But, um, you know, I feel like the conversation has always like sort of wrapped around like Which is weird. your singleness it has right yeah. yeah i think it's because like i've had relationships um and then robert hasn't really dated anyone and and it has been a point in our friends group too I've just like, never like a point of, uh, I've never taken anything seriously. Yeah. Which is like like been like what, this is my girlfriend. Yeah, that's usually what people do is I like they jump into things very soon and it's very easy to like take things seriously. But i just think that like having that title is a serious thing and it should, but maybe, maybe that's why maybe I shouldn't take it as like something so serious no you know? I mean I don't know. okay so I feel like it is serious but I feel like at the same time you gotta let love in Robert well I just think you it's, so, it's so funny because once again me and Chaz were talking about this and he was just saying you just have to like the whole like go with the flow thing and I totally get it I totally do I just I, I'm able to do that to an extent mm-hmm. yeah what, which I, I understand Robert but I mean, like, you aren't going to know how something is going to work out with people uh, or someone unless you try it. You know what I mean? And, like, people are going to fuck up. Um, obviously, don't take anyone that's going to, like, do something really bad to you. But, like, people make mistakes, you know? Um, I think that you should just be a little bit more open to it. Not saying that there's people, like, who you should have given a chance or anything like that. But I'm just saying, in the future, just give people a chance, you know? Like, go on a couple of dates. Even if they're boring at the beginning, they may be really, really nervous. And that's why they're not saying anything or that's yeah, why they're on the phone. You know what I mean? Me. They if may you're be boring, really that, you could be the most prettiest girl ever. And I'm, like, shh, looking at my watch. We're not going to say who the you time. are. <laughs> it's just that... I, I just want a genuine connection. That's it. And I, I, I get it. It's going to take time, all that shit. And I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not like cut off. I'm not at home being Mr. Scrooge. That's not the situation. It's just that maybe my expectations are high. And they should be. Don't, don't lower your expectations ever. That's something that I, I don't give a fuck how old you are, how many relationships you've been in, how many marriages you've been in, how many kids you have. Do not lower your expectations of people because, you know, you don't get to choose who your family is. You get to choose who your friends are and who you share your life with. So I'm not going to ever 
lower my expectations. I'm sorry. I'd rather be by myself for fucking ever than accept some nigga that I don't like. <laughs> That's true. Because I mean, once you once you lower your expectations, you let in shit that you exactly have, at yeah. that point you can't be mad at anything that yeah. they do because who lowered the expectation? You or them? No, you. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, anyway, enough enough about me. Yeah, this just keeps like, focusing on fucking me. <laughs> we like went from like you to the podcast to you. Back to you. <laughs> we did a little uh, Uno reverse. <laughs> Back to you, bitch. Yeah, enough enough about me. Um thank you guys. That's I mean, that's the biggest thing I want to say. I mean, it's this episode was great cuz it's like the finale and it's a celebration, but at the same time it's really fucking sad. It is. It's really sad. sad just because like uh, this has been somewhere where we've come to like vent. like you said had to have that outlet be able to like talk be able to like relate and that's one that's what there's a girl who was with us who was with me and Chaz and she you know the conversation ended up going to the podcast and she listened to it today and she was saying one of the main things that she liked about it is that it's super relatable and I'm like to hear somebody who didn't know me because I didn't know her and we met one day it was fun we all hung out and she asked about the podcast listened to it and that's the first thing she says that's dope I'm like that's exactly what we want that's what we want we yeah. want to be able to like relate I feel like there's so many people that like to preach and like they have their ideas and they're trying to tell you how to think and that's not our goal in any way yeah we're just literally saying what we think and if you don't agree with that then we can talk about that too you know it's a, it's literally an open conversation and with this uh, season coming to an end, uh, we are going to post on the RMB Instagram, so the official underscore RMB, and our personal pages. Um, just a little thing for anyone to comment on uh, for any questions that you guys might have for us. And if we have enough questions, then we might do a bonus episode, a little Q&A video where we can answer all your burning questions about literally anything, whether it be ourselves, our personal lives, which we may or may not answer, um, <laughs> school, the podcast, anything, any questions that you guys have for us, either just DM us or just answer uh, our little question box that we're going to have on our story. But yeah, we just want to see how what you guys think and what you want to know about us. And if we have enough questions, we'll definitely do a little bonus Q&A episode before next season. Yeah, and like we said, uh, for season two, we want to do the interview, not the interviews, but like have, have you guys be on the show with us. So I think what we're going to do is on the official, underscore RMB Instagram we're probably going to do a post saying like oh looking for interviews or whatever and if you guys are interested you guys you know definitely hit up that link and maybe we'll just make it a highlight on the page so that way it's always there so mm-hmm. if you if you want to you know if for some reason you hear something you're like oh I, I do want to be on it and you know you might have missed a window of that because you know Instagram takes things off every 24 hours you can just go to that highlight and let us know and at the same time we'll be reaching out to people too I mean there's lots of friends and stuff like that so if you guys think of somebody or you guys know a podcast or something like that that's in, that's interesting and you're like oh I think you guys should do a collab let us know you yeah know, for we'll, sure we'll, we'll reach out and see if we can make it happen yeah you don't have to reach out on any specific platform or in any specific way really um, just reach out to us and just let us know that you want to be on the show and uh, just let us know what you want to talk about too and then we'll you know consider it and then make a schedule for how we're going to record the next season. But so that is episode 12. Episode 12. I'm I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much, of course, for tuning in to episode 12 of season one. We are R&B podcast and you can always find us on Twitter and on Instagram at the official underscore R&B. Of course, you could always shoot us an email. Our email address is the official R&B podcast at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at brvtt. 
And you can find me over on my Instagram at Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. All right, perfect. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you in a few weeks. A few Bye. weeks. Love you. Bye.